This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 116. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, VEGZENERS. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. And in this episode of Vegetarian Zen, you hesitated there for a second. I wasn't sure if you were actually recording. (laughs) Okay. You looked at me puzzled. I was like, Like, are are we we not Larissa today? (laughs) Are we doing this? (laughs) Who are we today? (laughs) (laughs) Who do you want me to be? Don't answer that. All right. So what are we talking about today? All right. Well, in this episode of our podcast, we're going to tackle a topic that thwarts so many people in their attempts to go completely vegan. And that is the topic of cheese. Queso. Queso. I will tell you, that has been a struggle for me. I've tried to cut back on cheese. It is... I love cheese. But... But we have some hope for you today if this tends to be one of the things that thwarts you from at least making more vegan choices. So again, you know, I think people sometimes they get so stuck on label vegan, whatever, and like, oh my God, I can never have this again. But even just cutting back a little bit is a step towards accomplishing that goal. Right, right. And we'll, we'll share our little story. We went to um, a local vegan restaurant, Vegeria. Uh, our friend Fred is the owner, and he just opened his le- second location here in town. So yay! Our yay, brand Fred. new friend Fred, brand new friend Fred. Yes, and hopefully we'll have Fred on the podcast um, before too long doing an interview. But uh, anyway, so we went down there for the opening weekend of the second location, and we had tried the the weekend before. I think we went to their original location, and we had the nachos with the vegan it's make it's a it's quinoa right it's a quinoa topping with um ve- like a vegan topping with beans and then uh the cheese spread not spread uh, sauce and it was so good and then we came home and i made some like for us and it was awesome i could i i'm just so pleasantly surprised because I've always kind of shied away from that because I'm very taste and texture sensitive. Even when I was a, a meat eater, I've, I'm, I've always been very taste and texture sensitive. So it was such a, a pleasant surprise. So we'll be talking more about that and how to do that today. Yeah. And we're going to take a look at some dairy-free ways to go to satisfy your cheese cravings and also what goes into making vegan cheese. When I first heard vegan cheese, that sounded like kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to help hopefully demystify some of that. And like I said, I am very picky about cheese because I love it so much. And those nachos were amazing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. But first, my favorite part, well, one of my favorite parts, a rating. Yay. All right. So this is from uh, from the U.S. from July 31st. Every time I look at that number, it messes me up. July 31st uh, of this year, and it is from a fair one and the title is love these ladies uh and uh, a fair says one says it's like sitting in on a conversation with your best friends or favorite relatives 
They are inspiring, silly, heartwarming, curious, and educational, most of all genuine. Thanks, ladies. Sincerely, Aaron, Brooke, and Kyle. Awesome. It's Thank funny because when I first read that, I thought it said a fair one. I was like, hmm. Oh, he's having <laughs> Interesting, <affair>. intriguing, intriguing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And it sounds like this may be a family affair with Aaron, Brooke, and Kyle if they are all one family. So that would be awesome. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you uh, giving us a shout out. Yeah, thank you. All right. So let's go into the news section. We have an article. This is very silly. It's silly. In a sad way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So there is an article in Time that's uh, about, apparently the FDA is saying that vegan mayonnaise can't be called mayonnaise. So for those, you know, I mean, there's, I know there's veganaise, which technically I don't think they have the word mayonnaise in there. It's veganaise. So I guess that's acceptable. But there's a company called Hampton Creek Foods. It's a health food company. And their best known product is a vegan mayonnaise, but it's, so it's egg free. uh, And it's called Just Mayo. (laughs) So, so they got a warning letter earlier in August from the FDA saying you need to cut that out. You can't call this mayonnaise because one of apparently one of the uh, requirements, I guess, to be mayonnaise is it has to be 35% vegetable oil and it has to contain eggs. That makes me wonder, like, what about other things like cheese, like we're talking about today? Mm -hmm. Is there a requirement for that? Or, you know, because you call it vegan cheese. Right. And that, just, yeah, mayonnaise is not like Kleenex, which is a brand of tissue, but no. a lot of people use it or like to say soda, say Coke. I mean, that's different. Yeah, it's to say a type that. of food. Yeah. It's a generic type of food, I don't right? get that. Maybe there's something I'm just not getting there, but I don't get that. It's not, it just seems like a like a kind of a little bit of a bullying thing from this. Uh, from he- yeah. Well, yeah. That. And that, that's what it was, is that uh, last November, November 2014, Unilever, who owns the Hellman's mayonnaise brand, filed a lawsuit against this Hampton Creek Foods saying that uh, they can't call their product mayonnaise because it doesn't have eggs. Um, And then Unilever apparently dropped the suit like within that same month. And what they said was, well, we think that they'll, that Hampton Creek will take appropriate action and change their name or whatever. But I just, it just goes to show you that, I mean, these bigger companies are worried about these smaller natural food companies. And I think that's a good thing. I think we're going to be buying some Hampton Creek mayonnaise. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? That's funny that you say that because I started buying. So you asked me the other day if we had any mayonnaise and I, we didn't because we don't really use it, but you had wanted to do like an egg salad. And uh, so I bought some at HEB, but I, the only one that I could find that was like organic and, you know, uh, uh, like a whole food, holer, holer, is that a word? (laughs) Uh, More natural. So, cause you know, they have like Hellman's and Kraft and all that stuff, but it was a really, it was a small little bottle. I don't know the brand, but um, it was a little bottle. It was more expensive, but I bought that one. And so definitely, I am all about supporting these smaller um, companies over the big conglomerates. Yeah. And I usually reserve this little track here for your bad jokes, but I'm going to go ahead and bring out the boo track. All right. <laughs> boo! 
Okay. So boo helmets. Boo. boo. Right. All right. Uh, all right. So are we ready to move into our main topic? Yeah, I think so. All right. So as Larissa was saying when we started this uh, episode today, vegan cheese is really something that she's very particular about like the texture. And I am usually much more forgiving about things like that. But I will say when it comes to certain food like cheese and particularly when you put it on Mexican food because I am from South Texas and we know Mexican food mm-hmm. down here. This is why Fred Garza knows Mexican food too. He's from I think he said Corpus, right? Mm-hmm. And he's from Texas. Yeah. But uh we know our Mexican food down here and I'm very picky about so you put those two things together right and I I could very well like walk the other way if it, it wasn't I well and you good. grew up with your grandparents cooking I mean real authentic authentic stuff mm-hmm. you know, yeah no Taco Bell no Taco Bell I didn't even know what that was until a little bit older well right. like when I was with my parents I mean sometimes they got Taco Bell but yeah. we knew it was fake Mexican food right <laughs> but right. Uh, so consistency and flavor So that's something that, you know, when a lot of people are looking at these vegan cheeses that is important, right? Yeah. And it depends on how you're going to eat it too, Mm -hmm. right? So you could have it like either as a sauce or as a filling in slices or chunks or as a topping, Mm -hmm. which I love it all ways like that. Right. So, so the consistency is, would be different for each of those things, but you still want, at least I want it to be sort of similar to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you have a cheese sauce, I'd like to have it kind of be the same consistency as a vegan option as it is as a regular option. And um, same thing with fillings, like for when you're talking about uh, stuffed pasta, so like a lasagna filling or manicotti or something like that, you want that similar consistency. And we'll talk about some ways to get that. Yeah. So there's a couple of ways you can go, right? So there's mm-hmm. one, you can substitute foods that mimic cheese, but don't prepare don't pretend to actually be cheese, right? Mm-hmm. So one of those would be like nutritional yeast. Right. <laughs> so saying I hate the name. Of that. I know. It's it like sounds the like most something dis- you would get in a pharmacy or something. It sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like the most disgusting name. And I've, I've read that somewhere yes. else when I was, it's when disgusting. I was researching for this, somebody else made, made a comment on a, a blog post. It's like, you know, guys, we really need to change this name. We need to like start a petition or something. Cause that just, it's like the most unappetizing thing. It does. But you know? it does have a cheesy taste. It does. And, and and we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but it's a good source of B12 also. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. So, nu- nutritional yeast has a cheesy taste. So, that's kind of like, that's an example of a food that would mimic that taste, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, something that would mimic more of the texture is using sliced smoked tofu. And I've never had smoked tofu. Uh, so, that's something interesting we'll have to look for that or or that sounds good yeah but so thin sliced smoked tofu can be similar to like mozzarella or provolone slices for sandwiches or for cracker toppings Uh, so that's good because you know provolone has kind of a smoky taste anyway Mm -hmm. Uh, firm silken tofu can be mashed and then add like a little acid like a little lemon juice uh, to use in recipes as a substitute for ricotta cheese or for cottage cheese and we were talking about this when we were kind of going over this outline earlier this is not something that you know how one thing that people like to do is get cottage cheese and mix in like fruit so mix in pineapple or peaches or something and that i don't think you would want to do that with mashed up silken tofu you know it's not that kind of a substitute it's more of a substitute for when you're 
baking something or cooking something like a like a filling like for lasagna. pasta yeah mm-hmm. exactly all right and then there's almond meal right mm-hmm. so you can mix almond meal with dried herbs and a pinch of sea salt and then sprinkle some sprinkle that on some of the dishes like you'd normally put parmesan cheese on right and again it's not going to give you the absolute same taste of uh parmesan but what you're kind of going for there is mimicking that texture and that kind of crunch and you know that you get from that all right and then the second option is you can make vegan recipes that can be considered cheeses in their own right Mm -hmm. and this is kind of kind of what we were talking about Mm -hmm. with the mayonnaise thing is you know some people will say it if it doesn't have dairy milk as the main, you know, ingredient. So whether it's sheep's milk or cow's milk or goat's milk or whatever, uh, if it doesn't have that, it's really not cheese. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know technically what the definition of cheese is, but the way that I like to think of it, and I think we're both on the same page here, is that I like to think of cheese, and I'm using air bunnies. I'm making air bunnies (laughs) with my fingers here. Um, cheese at in a like a broader uh, culinary sense so by the way it tastes or looks or what you uh, make with it as opposed to you know it's not cheese if it doesn't have dairy milk in it so that's kind of the way i think about it i don't know i'm sure the dairy industry would say differently all right so let's talk about the ingredients that go into making vegan cheese and you know i've seen some good ones like on that second option we're just talking about where it's really supposed to be like a cheese substitute like a substitute for cheese mm-hmm. some like cheese balls vegan cheese balls and mm-hmm. stuff that look really really good i know i know and we'll cut at the end of this episode we'll have a couple of resources to talk about books yeah. uh, we we own one of them and then the other one i'm gonna order i think because it looks really good <clears throat> and but- i think it's a little bit easier for day-to-day stuff right the the yeah, the one the, we have is good. We're going to go into that. So yeah, I don't yeah, jump we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, so let's talk about the ingre- ingredients. Okay, so there's different, uh, different, I guess, not categories, but different things that you need to make a cheese. And there are different options within each of those um, subcategories. I don't know what they're, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but okay, so you need a base, right? So, well, okay, you need base, you need... Uh, the flavorings, you need something to help with, you know, to firm, give you the texture that you want. Right. All right. So that's what we're talking about. So bases. This is what makes up most of the substance of the cheese. So, okay. you know, when you're talking about dairy cheese, you're talking about milk or cream or whatever it is that goes into that type of cheese, right? Yeah. But with vegan cheese, <clears throat> you're talking about things like nuts and seeds. All right, so nuts and seeds. Uh, you want to use raw nuts when you make these for cheeses because they tend to have a sweeter, less nutty flavor than roasted nuts or toasted nuts, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever you call them. But um, so, like thinking about like cashews and macadamias, those tend to be good for creamy cheeses. Almonds, those are more cr- harder, so those tend to be uh, better for crumbly cheeses because it's very similar to feta. And uh, sesame seeds and then hemp seeds. Now, hemp seeds are good for like a spreadable cheese. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, the, the next thing that you could use for a base would be certain vegetables. And when I made the cheese sauce the other day, it, did, it had cashews in it, like you said, but it also had potatoes, carrots, and onions, which is really interesting. You wouldn't think of, you know, a cheese that has carrots and potatoes in it, right? Potatoes. And you can also even put sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. 
interesting little side note here. When we went to Fred's restaurant, I had flautas. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't know what that is, it translates into flute. And what they are is like little rolled taco, taquitos Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And they tend to be like fried. And usually they have like uh, meat in the middle. And these, but these had sweet potato. Now I typically do not like sweet potato, but I tried these and it was so good. So, yeah, I, I tried it note. too. And it just, the sweet potato is just a little bit too sweet for me. I mean, if I'm going to have something sweet, I want candy. <laughs> I don't want potato. Well, I think what's good too is if uh, we're totally going off on a tangent, yeah. but that's okay. That's because good. you know what? I think that you can also put some spicy stuff in it so mm-hmm. that it kind of offsets the sweetness. So it that's doesn't true. taste like you're, because yeah, that to me was what made it much, much, uh, what, tastier for me because I don't I'm like you I don't like it sweet like that right right okay so vegetables like potatoes uh there's all you can also use butternut squash you can use cauliflower cauliflower you can make you can use to make a lot of stuff uh and then uh eggplant and when you use vegetables like this you generally will cook them first so what I did with the the vegan the cheese sauce that I made is I cooked the potatoes the carrots and the onions just in in some water and then once they were like nice and done and soft then I drain those off and then you add that with raw uh, cashews and then just use like um, I think it was like a, a half a cup or a cup of the the water that you boiled the vegetables in to add to make it you know blend it and make it smooth and then if there were nutritional yeast of course in there there as well but uh, and then the other thing that you can use is tofu and we talked about the ricotta cottage cheese uh, using tofu all right so let's talk about some flavorings then so first we have your favorite <laughs> nutritional yeast we need to come up with like <laughs> another name we're going to come up with a name and that'll be like our code word for that and why NY. I would just call it NY or no, I was going to say something else and that would sound even gross. Cheesy yumness or something. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, all right. So nutritional yeast is basically what it is. It's just deactivated yeast. So it means that you, I mean, you can't. Cheese sauce isn't going to blow up. Yeah. It's not going to rise and be like, yeah, you can't bake bread with nutritional yeast, Uh, but it has like a, it's kind of yellow and orangey and I'm not sure why it's yellow orangey color when regular active yeast is not like tan. <laughs> not so sure don't why. just use yeast or you're going to have no. some monster crawling out. Of you're your going to have something nasty living in your fridge. And <laughs> it reminds me there was that. a little rascals episode I loved when I was a kid where they were trying to cook and they were just throwing a bunch of stuff on a pot and it looked like it was coming to life. <laughs> <laughs> This was the original Little Rascals right. in black and white. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so nutritional yeast uh, is yellow, kind of orangey flakes. It's a really good source of B12. And as you know, you know, we can't, B12 has to come from uh, animal sources, except for this. So, you know, when, if you eat vegan cheese, if you, especially if you make your own, make sure you're using nutritional yeast and you'll be getting some some b12 yeah we talked about that in our last episode where it was really important to make sure you're getting b12 right so you can you know use it to blend into sauces like i did or you can also a lot of people i've heard will just sprinkle it on food so like sprinkle it on popcorn or pasta or just as it is oh i can see that yeah Yeah, that would be good like you would parmesan cheese yeah 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 so uh flavorings there's that and then you want some some you're going to need something acidic or sour because, you know, when you when you have cheese, it has sort of a tang mm-hmm. to it. So lemon juice or vinegar are, are options for that. And then fermented food. So like miso, 
the paste is made from pers- uh, fermented soybean, salt, and rice. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then there's uh, rejuvelac. Right. <laughs> I pronounced it Yay. right. Uh, and that's sprouted grains that are fermented in water. Mm-hmm. And the the book that one of the books we'll talk about, Artisan Vegan Cheese, uh, it actually tells you how to make it because she uses rejuvelac as a base uh, as a uh, an ingredient in a lot of her cheeses. Her her cheeses are more like um, aged and uh, dry or dried cheeses. You know things that take longer to make, and she uses that as part of her ingredients as a lot of them. All right, so why don't we talk about some ingredients that would add texture and make it solid? Okay, so agar uh, helps to firm up cheeses that should be more solid. And, you know, when you're making vegan cheeses, you're not, you're just not going to get the texture of like a really firm block of dairy cheddar cheese or something like that. I just don't think you can get it that firm. Uh, So you're just going to, you'll get used to the, the different consistencies, but agar can help to firm it up some uh oils can add smoothlet smooth smoothless smooth (laughs) it can make it smoothless uh smoothness so for liquids you know if so if you're using like an olive oil or grapeseed oil that is in liquid state can help make it smooth or if you're using a solid oil like coconut oil is solid at room temperature then uh that can help to firm up your cheese a little bit all right. What else? Uh, tahini, which is sesame paste. And, you know, we use tahini and hummus. Uh, can thicken cheese sauces. And then also arrowroot powder can, can thicken as well. All right. Now, there are some store-bought cheese substitutes out there. But you do want to be careful that when you're shopping for cheese alternatives that you're looking at the labels. Because all, there's like, for example, there's soy cheeses out there, Right. And those can be very good, but they can contain casein, which is milk protein. So that has animal product in it. And um, so you just want to make sure that you're not just looking for something that just would say like soy cheese or mm-hmm. or um, what was the other one we, we were, when we were talking earlier, uh, cheese substitute or, uh, right. or something uh, like that. You want to make sure that it says vegan on the package, packaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that the reason is that a lot of the like the soy cheeses and stuff are kind of marketed for they're made for and marketed for people who are lactose intolerant not necessarily people who are vegan so you know they don't have milk in them but they might have that that casein all right and i think that's the i think that's the reason behind that all right now we have a couple of book resources right mhm yeah these are both available in our amazon store on our website and then i'll put the links in the show notes that will also link to the store the first one, and this is the one that we don't own, but I'm going to order. I went through, uh, you know how you can do the preview on Amazon? Yeah, the read. read yeah, now yeah, or whatever, like yeah. look inside this book right, or whatever. Right, so uh-huh. I did that for this one, and it looks really good. It's called The Ultimate Uncheese Cookbook Delicious Dairy Free Cheeses and Classic Uncheese Dishes. And the author is Joe Stepaniak, S T E P. A-N-I-A-K. Yeah, and this is the one that I was saying looked really good for more day-to-day use. The other one that we're going to reference here looked really good, too, but that's more for, like, really... There's more work involved. Yeah, there's more work involved. It looks great, looks awesome. I mean, that's why we bought the book. But I think the first one that we're we're talking about here, the... um, 
Unchi's cookbook is is more for like sauces, soups, fondues, main dishes, sandwiches, salads, desserts, things all sorts that of things you can like do that. like yeah. more like on the fly. Yeah. In fact, I think we're going to not from this book because we don't have it yet, but uh, we have our fantasy football draft party tomorrow <laughs> and we're going to probably be taking some vegan cheese dip. I'll actually probably do the same thing, one that I did for the nachos, and then we can add some Rotel tomatoes in there and kind of make it like a dip for chips. Right. But uh, yeah, so this uh, Ultimate Uncheese Cookbook has a really, one of the things I liked about it, it has a really good introduction section. It's called Uncheese versus Cheese. And she actually goes into details of... Uh, like a, a history of the dairy industry, which is really interesting. I mean, I could read snippets, you know, they cut out mm-hmm. like every other page in, in the preview, but it has a history of the dairy industry. Then she has a section that actually asks the question, do we really need dairy? And, you know, we've done a podcast on that and a blog post and you know, a couple of blog posts. And so that's a really good, something that we've already talked about. She talks about uh, plant-based calcium sources and then she also introduces like the typical ingredients that we talked about just shortly ago. Shortly ago. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> well, you're making up words. That's I, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm creative. <laughs> uh, but uh, the ingredients that we talked about a few minutes ago, she <laughs> kind of introduces those. And then you want to talk about the second book? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second book is Artisan Vegan Cheese. And the author is Miyoko Shinner, S-C-H-I-N-N-E-R. And then, like we were talking about, you know, her she's got more recipes that you need more time. They have more time invested in them to, to actually make them. And then also time to kind of cure the cheeses or age the cheeses. So she's got a chapter on aged cheeses, a chapter on air-dried cheeses, meltable cheeses, which is a good one, uh, other dairy alternatives, sauces and fondues. And then she has, like, I think she has a uh, one of, like, main dishes, and she might have a dessert one as well. You know what this just reminded me of? Hmm. Well, when you were talking about this, because her stuff looked really good. I, I kind of looked through the through the book itself, and it looks really good. Uh, we were talking about first. I want to ask the question of our of our friends out there. We were you and I had been discussing this concept of a vegan butcher, mm-hmm. right? And we were talking about like, what do you? Wouldn't it be cool if there was like a vegan delicatessen mm-hmm. and like they had like vegan meats like you could make a sandwich mm-hmm. but that had like these cheeses and stuff and it was like a almost like a subway minus the yeah minus the stuff meat. And- <laughs> uh well you know i actually saw that and how we got started talking about it the other day is i was reading the latest vegetarian times and there was an article about vegan butchers remember yeah, that's what, that's and what we were you talking and I were like, it. that's yeah. an interesting concept. So my question to the folks out there is, is that something you would like to hear us do a podcast on, on maybe a vegan butcher, the concept mm-hmm. of the vegan butcher? Like, what is that? And how? where are they around the country? Yeah. And what kind of things? I'm curious about it anyway. So I'm going to do my own research. But I just wanted to know if you guys thought that would be something good to do. Um, and then I was just kind of throwing out there, man, it would be cool to have like a vegan sandwich shop, mm-hmm. right? Where everything in there was just all... Right. Vegan. And it's not just no. vegetables. It's yeah, yeah, no, it's cheese and like everything. Handmade cheeses mm-hmm. and everything. Handmade yeah. vegan cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Ooh, would be good cool. idea. All right. Yeah. Maybe all right. Food truck? Cool. Food truck? Food that truck. might be a good food truck thing. Mm-hmm. That probably vegan I mean, sandwich truck? Yeah. 
Ooh, good idea. Yeah. All right. Let us know if you think that's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> no, not you, them. I know. I'm agreeing. I know you. you think it's a good idea because <laughs> I can see you smiling. Ooh, I've had too much coffee. <laughs> I think you have. All right. So uh, let's see. Does that? Uh, I, I oh, think that okay. pretty much wraps yeah. us up. Uh, recipe? Recipe of the week is tofu ricotta. And we already have that recipe out on our website at vegetarianzen.com and uh let's see it will be there'll be a link to it in the show mm-hmm. notes yep sorry so, what about a quote well let's just talk real quick though with the tofu ricotta you've used it before in like uh, lasagna yes actually and when you go out to the website to see the ricotta uh recipe then it actually that post actually links to our vegetarian lasagna uh vegetarian slash vegan lasagna uh, recipe as well but get creative like whatever you would put ricotta in and of course if you use it show us we'd be happy to post it and share it with others as well mm-hmm. all right so let's move into the quote of the week i will read this since i found this one <laughs> and i really like it you don't have to become a vegan you can become a plant passionate plant inspired bean lover and that was by author chris carr Nice. I love that. And again, going back to what we were saying earlier, I think people get too consumed with labels. Like, oh my God, if I say I'm a vegan, then I can never have cheese again. I'll be a hypocrite, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you know what? Chill. It's all about the Zen, baby. I mean, just take a little (laughs) bit of time. Like I said, you know, I love to come home sometimes, have a glass of wine, have a little bit of cheese. And, you know, if if just even a couple of days out of uh, the times I do that, that instead of reaching for some real like dairy cheese, mm-hmm. actually reaching for some awesome vegan cheese. I mean, I'm already making changes, right? Exactly. It's all about the little changes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. What is our question of the week? All right. Well, in addition to the vegan butcher question, uh, here is a cheese question. So do you use vegan cheese in your cooking? Obviously, if you're a vegan, you may already, but, you know, you don't have to be a vegan to eat vegan cheese. So do you use it in your own recipes or just to eat by itself? And if you do, do you buy it or do you make your own? And the second question is and what do you think about vegan butchers <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious about this now i would because i didn't read that much about yeah. them so i don't know like what they have and i'd love like, to hear they're... from someone who's actually been to one or is one or is one that'd be awesome maybe if you're we'll a vegan yeah. butcher we want to talk to you <laughs> we want to talk to you or if you know one yeah send send them our way yeah all right i think we are wrapped up with episode 116 wow moving on peace out bye Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.